Oh yeah. Yeah. Should we do this a little? Is, this looks like I mean, a little cat. Cool. It's like a cat. Yeah. This looks like a cat, but it's like devil a devil. Cat. Like this? Oh yeah, I like that. Yeah, we're we're all holding up the the horns of the devil. This is hard to do, though. This is very hard to do. Okay. Uh, I thought that went great. Do Good we stuff. do I'm we want to stop? Do we want to do a cat of the year? I realized we didn't do that. I don't think. Oh, it's, I think. Shit. I think the resolutions okay. cover it. I kind of agree. And I also don't think. I also don't think anybody's like clamoring for any of these segments. You guys ready? Three, two, one. (laughs) Welcome to Pussy Boys, the only and therefore number one podcast for strong, big, manly men who love their cats. My name is Adam Newman, and my cats are Greg and Holiday. I was trying to think of a New Year's thing, and I, I didn't think of it in time. I'm Danny Solomon. And my little New Year's diaper baby is named Marv. My name is Zach Broussard, and the kitty who makes my balls drop is Mochi. I'm Nick Maritato. My little kitty's name Lily, and that's very important for later in today's episode. That's going to come back around, the name Lily. I want to go back. I want to go. Um, oh, we're, we're the, pussy boys. We're the pussy boys. <laughs> all Zs. Make sure it's all Zs, unless your New Year's resolution is to watch more things you weren't expecting to watch. Then you can feel free to type in the S's. I'd like to go back in time a few minutes and say my Mew Year's cats' names are Greg and Holiday. And uh, that's the business I needed to settle real quick. Can I also, let me also throw this out real quick. If you're listening for the first time or you're a long-time listener and you're you're a, a bit jarred by this uh, video, t- us not together recording. This is this is a rare occurrence. This is not going to happen a lot. We're happy to do it today, but there's been some some holiday reasons for us not to be able to get together this year. Mostly, Danny has Ebola. Uh, it's sick season. Everybody's sick. Every like not just me. People out there on the streets. People, famous people. Everybody's getting sick. Relatives of yours, I'm sure. Don't. Don't treat the sick people like garbage like my fellow pussy boys did. Make me feel bad for having uh, not even COVID. Not even COVID. You got to love how after COVID, it's just totally okay to get anybody sick with anything. As long as it's not COVID, it's totally fine to show up with, uh, with coughing and barfing and diarrhea in your friends' faces. I only did two out of the three of those. I do like the idea of having full-blown diarrhea in a public toilet and yelling, it's not <laughs> yeah. COVID. Correct me if I'm wrong. If you were to eat that diarrhea, that's how you get COVID, correct? I think so, and I keep getting it. Well, <laughs> that's why you shouldn't type in all, all S's into your search because it will end up in just a few clicks with you watching someone eat yeah. someone else's diarrhea. Yeah, it's also important. Mm. it's also important to stress that with all Z's, this is the least disgusting, disgusting version. This is as yeah, clean yeah. as it's going to get. Is us talking about diarrhea and talking about uh, how you do and don't get COVID. Uh, I, I'm happy we're doing this. I think it's time. I think it's time. We got to try one. Well, we never wanted to do a virtual episode, um, but uh, I think we're sort of beating around the bush and saying that we are not in the same room together. This is the first time the Pussy Boys have ever recorded without actually feeling each other's sweat. Uh, We're always sweating on each other constantly. It's hard to make this podcast, but it's going to be, today is going to be a sweatless episode. I mean, I'll be sweating in my own home. This would be be a fun reveal that you and Danny live together, Nick. If you guys, (laughs) your background disappears. Oh yeah, Danny and I are roommates. Well, Danny and I live together and our spouses live together in two separate <laughs> my, houses. My like childhood dream, that was it. It was just me and my friends with a bunch of bunk beds and a house. And, That's what uh, I thought marriage was. I thought it was just, you know, hanging with your boys. I will say if you marry well, it's not far from that. It does feel like hanging with one of oh the boys. Oh, my God. I got to say, I, I, I like to think <laughs> I, I married well, but it is not like living with the boys over here, uh, unless your boys <laughs> yeah. are uh, 
constantly i don't i don't i didn't i didn't know a direction to go there disgusting or uh just like typical midwestern sitcom humor about cleaning the fucking bathroom or something i almost filled in the blank for you adam and it would have been <laughs> I horrible not, yeah. what i was about to say <laughs> better that we don't i like uh, being a professional comedian for 20 years and you're still like i don't know what i should say for a punchline uh, there's too many options and none of them are good that's that doesn't say it. my new year's resolution is to be funny again just do what you always do adam sing about it anyway oh you just spoiled my thing i was gonna i yeah here's my song about what i thought it was here's my song about how my why i wish my wife was a dude somebody's written that song i will say adam i think about your your career turn to a musical comedian a lot because it's clearly the best move one of my comedic like experiences that is drilled into my brain is the first time i really ever did a club was at the Funny Bone in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, which is pretty much just a big open room with patio furniture. Uh, I went up and opened for this guy. I forget his name, Max something. And basically, uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm coming in from New York. I'm doing like bar shows. So most of my jokes are about like Nintendo games. And uh, I just eat absolute shit for, you know, eight minutes. Just, just a bunch. <laughs> Some of the most like weirdest variety of facial <laughs> hair on the men and women you could ever imagine just staring at me and just like utter like disbelief at how stupid and weird I am. I get off the stage and the headliner is there and he's like, Hey man, Zach, I just want to tell you, I thought that was really good stuff, man. And uh, keep at it. Okay. So, uh, y- you got something kid. And I was like, wow. This guy is uh, this guy knows what real comedy is. He knows what real comedy is supposed to be. And then I watch him get up on stage with a guitar, inflate a sex doll, and sing like sexual parody music to a sex doll for one hour. <laughs> <laughs> and then I w- and so if I was smart in that moment, this was like a decade ago. I probably would have been like, well, I got to go get a guitar. I already had the sex doll. Let's be honest. They're real dolls now. Real dolls are yeah, even I, better. It's the yeah. next gen. I will say that uh, guitars are about the same as they were a decade ago. Sex dolls are so much better. They've really reinforced the buttholes on those things, mm-hmm. man. I'm going to tell you that right now. I want to stress, Adam, that you can do a solo on both. <laughs> <laughs> Thank Ain't you. Better. We talked a lot about sex styles. We talked a lot about diarrhea. We haven't talked about cats so much. Um, it is it is New Year's, by the way. Happy yeah. New Year's. Happy this is New our Year's. first podcast of 2024, um, and we're going to talk all about it. But first, we have our, our first segment, which is called This Week in Cat. Uh, if you guys don't mind, I have a This Week in Cat to don't share. Don't mind at okay? all. Of course. So we're actually doing this one the week between Christmas and New Year's. So we all had our own little uh, holiday celebrations. This, the year's taint. I have, I have seen people post this as taint week. That's what sort of like cool normies say. Oh, just like, yeah. th- like I fucking quit comedy this year. 2024 is my last year. Shout out to Ben. No, it was Ben Kim, comedian that from New York. Very cool guy. Ben Kim. He posted and called it Taint Week. And I think that's a very funny name for it. Yes. I hate to break it to the both of you guys, but I heard yeah. that in like 2012. Somebody called this the taint of the year. But you know what? I that's hear the comedy, word though. between. It's cyclical and it's bad. I know. It's just bad. I, it all it takes for a dumb idiot is to hear the word between two things and you're like, it's the taint. And anyway, do cats have taints? That's going to be a full episode. <laughs> so did you guys get any really great gifts for your cats or did your cats receive any really great gifts? I'll be honest. I dropped the ball on Lily this this year. I really like, did. Like you literally bought a ball and dropped it on her? She loved it. It was very, it was, it was fluffy. No, I, I usually, when I'm around her more and it's like a time, like a birthday or a Christmas, she'll get, but our Christmas was so ramshackle. We were supposed to stay in town in Los Angeles. We ended up almost last minute, last minute for the holidays. We ended up uh, packing everything up and going to the East Coast to visit some family. And it was nice. We had a really nice time, but we were really tired. And I kind of just forgot to buy my cat a Christmas present. Now, my my cat is a Christian, so she deserves one. Um, we should go through. I mean, I didn't. I, we actually never talked about whether or not our our cats are the same religions as us. But that's something that we will save an entire week of research that Danny can do <laughs> by coming over yeah. and checking on our cats, foreskins, etc. 
Um, but so I'm like a little guilty. I get some presents, you know, I'm going to, um, Ashley's family's, uh, Christmas extravaganza. We had a a lot of fun. They load us up with gifts, stuff that we could take home in our suitcase. So tiny little things. One of the things I received from Ashley's dad, and I've never had one of these before and hold your jokes. Um, he might listen to this one day, but they bought me a tiny little drone, a little drone plane, a little one. And to me, I was like, oh, this is so small. It's going to kind of be like a kid's toy. I mean, it's really like the size of like a matchbook with some extra on the edge. I bring it home. I charge it up. I turn it on in the house. And this thing is a full-on awesome drone hovering, making crazy barrel roll moves. It's like very impressive. I know I'm like, drones came out like 18 years ago, (laughs) but this is the first time I've ever used a drone. And I turned it on in the house and I was like, I don't even know if you're supposed to do this house, but it's so small. And it goes up in the air and it's buzzing around and I'm going, wow, this is really fun. And who comes out of the couch but my silly little Lily, my cat. Sounds like a goddamn bug is in the house. It makes a buzzing noise. Mm -hmm. This little drone is flying around and finally... Finally, my cat decides that she wants to be active and is enjoying uh, something I brought in the house. Of course, it's not anything. I've spent hundreds of dollars on her this year. Not one. We talked about it last episode. Not one toy worked out. This thing is amazing to her. It is like training for like when a fly or something comes in the house or like some. She is now hunting it. She's stalking it. When it lands on the ground, she checks on it. She bats it around. Uh, it's amazing. And I've never been more excited to have a toy in my house. I have fired this thing up like 10 times since I got it out of the box. And I'm like literally waking my cat up from sleep so that I could play with her in this way. It's like we are finally bonding on the level that like a daddy and a daughter needs to bond on, you know? And uh, it's it's am- it's amazing. I get it. And I, I want to just... Shout out Ashley's family for this gift that she got. They thought they were getting a toy for an adult, but uh, they actually got something for my cat, and it's amazing. And so now I'm like, do I tie a string to it? The only problem is, like, the little, they're plastic, but they're spinning so fast that she really can't ever get bonked on the head. That was my thing. question. But, you know, I'm, I'm picturing some real open blades that are swinging around and getting really close to your little... They're tiny yeah. and they're, they're, they're flimsy plastic, but the speed in which they are spinning and actually levitating this thing off the ground, this thing can't ever come down on her. So we are playing sort of a, a dangerous I'm thinking game. about Maybe like, you know, like even just the little oh, mini oh. fans we'd have as kids that you'd cool yourself with and you could stick your finger in there, no problem. And it wouldn't hurt. It's spinning like a mm. hundred times faster than that. And it, they're <laughs> like those, those blades, think of those mini fan blades, squash those things down by 10. Like they're so tiny. Um, they almost look like, remember the tiny little GI Joes we used to get? Oh yeah. The little three inch figures. Um, remember they would have like weapons and stuff and sometimes they'd have a knife with like a bayonet, that kind of plastic, it's bendy, but like if you stuck your little sister with it, like she would, (laughs) it would hurt her. Like that's what we're, take those little knives and make those little propellers. Now you're having, you're having a lot of fun, but you know how this ends. So much fun. You know how this ends. Lily's going to lose her head. (laughs) She loses her head to a drone. Well, she may take her eye out. She may take her eye out with that thing. You could also actually clip her little uh, kitty toenails with it. I mean, just get, like, it's actually a nice little tool for that. If you turn it on, pop her little paw in there. It's, uh, you know, it it takes that to a fun level. Now that you like drones so much, are you feeling a little different about all the harsh criticism for the Obama administration that you had? Well, yeah, we are going to kill uh, 800,000 people in the Middle East. Now, I feel a little drone falls, crashes into a very small wedding, I think. I think a little tiny one. But I think uh, drones are fun. I will say that they don't belong outside. I I like that you're doing it inside because it's in the privacy of your own home. I've gone on a couple hikes and very like majestic views and all of a sudden I hear like and there's just like a dork who decided that it's like his little RC remote like toy convention and everyone just has to kind of quietly watch this guy be a be a dork. I love what you're doing. 
he's just running downblouses.org. I mean, it's not, uh, you know, I'm telling you, Adam, I will bring it to your studio and we'll see what your cats do. I feel like it's a threat to bring it to my apartment. I'm going to bring it to your apartment and both of your cats heads are coming off. I have one tiny Christmas uh, cat of the week Christmas update, which is basically I had, uh, you know, I took my kid home, my wife home to Louisiana Kid's getting old, about to turn two, flies for free until he's two. So we're getting a lot of travel in before he turns two because I'm not going to pay for a little little idiot to fly somewhere that he doesn't remember. And so we're really getting it out of the way. Had some people cat sit while we were gone. I came home and there was a new cat bed. Wow. The old cat bed is still here, but there was just a new one. And I don't know who... A, I don't know who gifted it, and I think it's it's a nice cat bed. It's a good, genuine gift. The old cat bed is properly disgusting, and I think my cat just likes it, and I don't want I. It takes a while for her to get like mochi to get cozy on a new thing, and it's like this old cat bed stinks. She likes that it stinks, and so I kind of didn't budge. Now she's got a new cat bed. I'm starting to get her cozy and comfortable with it. I'm trying. I'm curious if you guys think I should be offended that they gave me this new cat bed or if I should just accept the gift. Are they trying to send a signal that this was disgusting? I think they definitely saw that cat bed and were like, this fucking thing stinks. Or it was, it might have been Santa. It might have actually been Santa. Is there a Santa pause? There's got to be a Santa pause. Danny, did Marv get any presents this year? Uh, Marv was originally gifted a collar with a bow tie on it, which I've taken a picture of. You've all seen it. The internet's seen it if, uh, if you follow me, and please do. Individually, not the Pussy Boys Instagram. I don't really care that much about that. It's all about my own engagement. Um, but he didn't like that present at all. I think we discussed how he doesn't like anything I buy him. However, he did love Natalie's Christmas present. One of several presents that I got her, but this was a heating pad that she wanted. It's good for ladies like it. They get cold a lot. It's good for, I mean, I hate to say it, but periods. And uh, I feel like it's a present that a cat would otherwise ignore but Marv just felt like, you know, if somebody else is enjoying something, it's mine. So he starts going over to the heating pad, realizes that it's hot and warm and a little bit fuzzy. And now it's like the only thing he wants. It's the only thing he cares about in the world is being on this heating pad. And I was using it yesterday. I just had it on me. He's, he stood on my chest until I pulled it out from under me and placed it in a spot where he could sit on it. I love this because this is exactly what they do at Animal Kingdom in, at, at Disney World. At Animal Kingdom, basically why it's like a good like safari zoo is because all of the rocks are heated. Uh, and that's why all the animals hang on the giant rocks. So they stay right yeah. where the little carts go. So you see them all. It's an ta- absolute scam, and you're doing that to Marv. Great job. He loves having a new warm spot to be on. And uh, I feel like what what was funny is that it has three settings. It's low, medium, super hot. And Natalie was, my wife, Natalie, was, uh, she was watching him lay on it for about an hour. And then she was like, can you make sure it's not too hot for him? And I was like, if it's too hot for him, he'll just move. He doesn't. He doesn't have no sense of what's too hot or too cold. You know, we can just. We've been doing this podcast for a little bit. I'm not confident that cats have the ability to do that. Like a frog boiling in water. I think if it feels good, I don't know. Frog boiling water. Marv is very smart, and he was able to figure out that you're bitch made, and that's why. He's picking on you and stealing all your shit. And if he can instinctually figure that out, he knows that, that that's, a, that's, that's just right for him. That's just right. It does feel like people seem to be okay with trying to bully me. And I don't care for it. It's just a fact of life. And all you can do is just give them the runway to, uh, to do what they need to do. I also think you think you're being bullied before you're being bullied. Like when we were like, we got to do this separate because you're well, sick. 
it was like, oh, everybody's picking on Danny for being sick. It's like, nobody's picking on you. Nobody's picking on you. You guys are like, you, you, you definitely no. have COVID. You've got a test, right? I want to oh see God. the strip. Can we talk about New Year's? I'm losing my mind here. We're actually, we are recording this two days before New Year's Eve. So do you mind if I ask you guys real quick, do you plan on, I mean, if you're going to be home, do you plan on smooching your, your cats at midnight? Yeah, I think right before my wife. We do a triple kiss. Family kiss. I kiss my wife and then I kiss my cat really quick to, <laughs> yeah. to get the taste out of my mouth. <laughs> well, that brings us to our topic for today's show. And uh, no spoilers here, I guess. It is... New Year's, and uh, Danny, you have something very interesting here. We just actually went through the year of the cat. 2023 was the year of the cat. According to the whole world. Actually, Adam, that is a great <laughs> setup for what I'm about to tell you. The Zodiac that I'm referring to is Vietnam only. So not the Chinese Zodiac. There are no cat symbols. <laughs> That was for the country of Vietnam. You guys just got no, 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 no. That was because the whole world didn't follow suit. Behind yeah, the I want to also Vietnam. say that I think the Pussy Boys should make a point right now that we exclusively follow the Vietnamese I agree with Zodiac, and that's good. Because based, on, based on what I'm reading now, is they replaced the rabbit with the cat. Yes. Oh my god, and I'm and fine the, with that. And the Chinese Zodiac just had the year of the rabbit, and I feel like it was a pretty shitty year for all of us. So I think we should embrace the fact that, no, this was a cat year, and we just got closer to our cats. We loved our cats more than ever in 2023. I feel like my friendship with Marv, uh, you know, has grown in the past 12 months, and the year doesn't officially end in the Vietnamese calendar oh, until right. February. Another whole of month of year of the cat. So a little time left to, you know, what we're going to do later, maybe follow through on some resolutions and just kind of, you know, embrace. I got to say, my year with Greg was great. But if I were to think about uh, re like my year with holiday, I would say that that was my Vietnam. Well, Adam, you're used to way more bombing than this, right? <laughs> hey, whoa. I want people to know that that was uh, referring to me as a comedian and not as a Jewish person in support of the yeah, Israel. Yeah, just to be. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. Right. Yeah, I got to be a little more uh, careful. <laughs> it's a minefield out there. Okay, I was just going to say that, like, the beginning of this year, I really, really had a strong bond going with my cat, Lily. And then when we started this podcast, she started getting neglected. So, really, this podcast has kind of driven a wedge between her and I. But I, bought the, I brought the drone into the house, and I'm hoping to mend things. Just like Daddy did when he brought, when he brought the PlayStation 1 home. <laughs> Mending things at home. I do think there's a through line of you, Nick. You didn't really need a cat. You just needed a podcast. <laughs> yeah. yeah, And, and you got drone. a bunch of gear. Yeah, it's nice. Also, yeah. Mochi survived another year. So. I can't believe yeah. it. Yeah, I will say recording two days before the first, so let's oh, not celebrate no. <laughs> just yet. Uh, but I, it's, I think we're blown away that Mochi is – every trip we book, every six months we book like a big trip, and every time we get to that trip, we never think we're going to have to book cat sitters. And uh, honestly, it's been a shock. It's been impressive. <laughs> I'm so glad to have her. I've learned a lot about how to nap thanks to her this year. And uh, I'll talk a lot about it when we get to resolutions. Uh, let's just jump right into your first sort of, uh, is this a listicle? I don't even know what this is, but let's say that it's a, uh, it's a uh, 2023 cat stacks. So, or excuse me, <laughs> let me take that again. It's, 2023. Uh, but what did you picture when you heard stacks. cat stacks? I mm -hmm. pictured just piles of adorable cats. <laughs> I pictured cats with really good boobs. Um, but um, okay, okay. Uh, so this is the 2023 cat stats. Uh, yeah. Dan, why don't you run us through some of these? All right. So you know, every year for some reason, someone out there compiles statistics through the year of cat-related minutia. Um, so the main one, I think this is just the headline. As of 2023, boys, 46.5 million American homes now own at least one cat. 
That is a wow. Four, yeah, that is a four percent increase since 2016. That's giant, right? Or no? Is that just kind of cats are like, you know, these other things that like every like it's in like inflation. Like it's just no matter what cat ownership is just going to go up based on how many cats need to be saved on the streets. Is I also think I think it's based on how many people have a, a really insane rat problem <laughs> in their neighborhoods mm-hmm. that they need a cat. But I think that uh, that's a lot. That's a lot of cats. I feel like cats are getting smarter, uh, street cats especially. They're finding a way to get into people's homes and to stay There's there. also zero decline in, like, uh, pop culture, internet, viral, whatever, viral load of cats. Like, uh, they're everywhere in entertainment and, um, uh, you know, all the time. Um, every time I open up any, I mean, obviously we have a cat podcast, so who knows what my for you pages and all that shit is. But every time I open up anything, it's like uh, mind blowingly funny and fun and tear jerking and whatever, whatever you're looking for, cat content. I <laughs> I like to think that the cats know exactly what they're doing when they solve like phones, like they saw people start to use smartphones. They're like, oh, we can use this to connect. Use, using the web with uh, future cat owners to really work on our brand as a cat. Yeah, it, it's a perfect ecosystem. I think that 4% increase can solely be attributed to more people realizing that they can get rich if their cat is either cute enough or fucked up enough. And I also think the internet has spread opposite for dogs where there's just news stories about really vicious dog attacks so it doesn't really it doesn't go both ways unfortunately well actually zach i hate to to throw a wrench into your logic there but dogs are this is part of the research dogs are still the most popular pet in the united states as of 2023 65.1 i'll wait for it million households so that is Almost 20 million more cat or more dogs than cats in America. I'm actually surprised mm. just because mm. of the well, difficulty, just because of the, the more difficulty in taking care of a, a dog. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised. This is a topic. I, I, we, we sort of talked about this a little bit with our, I believe, our premiere episode, Famous Cats. But I wonder, like, where the idea of the cat video being sort of like the poster kitty or poster child for like slacking off on the internet. Like when that began of like, Oh yeah, I'm sure you're at work watching cat videos all day long. I mean, that's something you hear thrown around in, in ways of like it being sort of like the, uh, the archetype of like, kind of like goofy internet videos is like the cat video. And that can't be just from 2014 with Lil Bub and right. I mean, is, and, no, and like, there's like the, is that, is, there's like the piano cat, that? piano cat. Like, right. Right. Um, but I, I wonder where, why it, it is the cat video and, and not the dog video. I have my theories. I think dogs, dogs are just funny. not funny. Dogs aren't yeah. funny. <laughs> funny at all. Dogs aren't really funny at all. I, I think there's an interesting... Podcast, this would be not funny at all. I'm just yeah, letting you I, know that right I now. I would say that uh, there's a reason why we chose making a cat podcast. It's just better content. Uh, yeah, we actually I, came up with the podcast before we had the cats. We talked about that, right? Mm-hmm. We came up with a podcast and we all ran out and stole cats. Yep. 18 years <laughs> ago. And that's why we keep moving houses. <laughs> We're all on the run. Uh, I think the one thing, uh, your next fact I thought was interesting, that millennials were the largest percentage of cat owners, 33%. That tells you that at one point, I think that the cat ownership will potentially cross the dog ownership. <laughs> What do you think? It's possible. I mean, our generation is lifting up this surge of 4% in cat ownership over the past seven years. I think, like we said, you know, we are, we're millennials. We're old enough to understand the language or uh, young enough, I guess, to understand the language of the internet, but old enough to know how to make money. And that is where the intersection happens. So now we're going to own these cats. And then a new generation of Gen Zers are going to finally realize that they've got to cash in. And when they get that money, they'll be able to support cats. Because right now, of course, they'll, throw, they'll throw their tortoises away. <laughs> yeah. And they'll get a cat. They're, 
They're they're chinchillas. They're ferrets. They're smaller, more easily financially and they're attainable also, pets. They're and uh, they're they're so good. They're gonna they're so good at uh, canceling dogs. <laughs> I I was like I looked at my sound pad and I was like, what am I supposed to press after that? <laughs> the womp womp just didn't seem right. It was clearly the one my finger was most attracted to after Adam stopped talking. Uh, I thought we were we're talking about the internet and young generations and surp- I thought maybe <laughs> now like, to be clear, Adam's talking. Adam's talking about canceling road dogs. Uh, like right, <laughs> Adam, Adam's been on the road for the past few weeks. It's it's going to take an adjustment period <laughs> until he's actually funny again. He's road funny, which is a completely different and very respectable thing. He comes out on stage and goes, oop, is my fly down? And then everybody goes, no. And then he goes, it should be. And I put my finger through it. Standing up. And I wiggle it around for a little while. <laughs> and they stand up. <laughs> they, la- they laugh for 30 minutes straight. Now, this is actually... I, I was hoping that would go on for 30 minutes. Uh, this is a perfect segue into one of these facts as well. So the most likely cat owners are actually houses with annual incomes over $100,000 a year. We just became a lot less relatable to most of the cat owners. Well, we're part of the 60%, I think. I think all of oh, us right now are 40%. in that 60% oh, okay, okay. of cat owners. 40% of all people who make oh, that oh, much oh, money okay. own a cat. We own cats, but we are uh, not rich. But you know, poor people can own cats. It's not illegal. We should make some merch that says that says "Help us get into the forty percent." Forty forty percent. Forty percent. Forty percent club. What is the deal with the um the hundred grand forty percent ownership? Is there any sort of like reasoning for that, or is it just that's just the way it is? Just instinctually, rich motherfuckers want a cat. Yeah, I think you know when you're when you're rich, and obviously we're we're seeing rich as making over a hundred thousand dollars a year, which is kind of pathetic, but that kind of person, I feel like, you know, they, they want a pet, they can afford to buy the pet things that it needs. They want to pamper something, but they don't want to do a lot of work. Rich people don't like to work working stiffs. They own the dogs. They know how to, how to get down and dirty, picking up poop, taking walks in the morning, doing the grunt work because they're just day laborers. The rich people, the management class, we like to relax and pet our kitties. I want to take a moment to say that I have lived in a in a household that made over a hundred thousand before. Uh, in New York, I had three other roommates. I think we probably <laughs> topped over. And I want to say that we already have friends. I think when you get a dog, you need a friend. You're a lonely, sad sack. You're probably working down at your local mill like an idiot. You're, mm-hmm. you're really going nowhere fast. But cat owners, we have friends. We have plans. We're doing things out and about. We don't need a reason to walk outside of our house. We need a reason to relax when we're home. Uh, that's pretty smart, Zach. People who are on the go, we've talked about this before in our Traveling with Cats episode, who are on the go. It's tough to be on the go and having a dog. Um, and so, yeah, if you're jet-setting, put out that, that automated feeder, get your best friend to come over and pet your cat every day. And, and if your best friend's go. not available, invite one of us. Exactly. And also think about all the villains that we've known over the years in cinema who've owned cats, stroke cats, evilly, all of those guys stinking rich, easily over a hundred grand. (laughs) And think of all the famous dogs from television and movies. What do you think of junkyard dogs? Yeah. Think of insane Cujo lived in a condo. I Mm -hmm. believe. I don't Mm -hmm. know that that dog that James Earl Jones owned back in uh, the Sandlot. Fucking in a hoarder's house. Yeah. Yeah, hoarders. Hoarders are... are, Actually, hoarders are more likely to own cats. I guess that... They're more likely to own cat skeletons that you find underneath their hoards. Right. Cats pinned under a mountain of old magazines are more likely to be owned by hoarders. That's also one of my facts. Is that technically a house that owns a cat if it's just a skeleton that's been there for 25 years? I mean, Zach's owned Mochi for how long? And she's been a skeleton. All right. 
Moving on. Oh, uh, God. Hold on for two more days, Moach. Two more days. I want you to see 2024. So bad. She's got an extra month. Oh, too. my God. If she's, if she's, no. Moach is doing it. We're going to be talking about Moach all year. Yeah, well, please. I want Moach to, I want her to live long enough until we figure out how to freeze cats so we can, you know, reanimate them later. Oh, we can. I know how to freeze a cat. Bring <laughs> her right over here. Cat and a freezer are the two uh, things you need. I see, Dan. There is one sad statistic right here at the end of your list. If you want to, yeah. Wanna if, if you have a Sarah McLaughlin sound drop, uh, go ahead and crack that open now. You probably don't. Roughly seventy-three million cats, as of the end of twenty twenty-three, are unowned slash feral. And those are just the ones that filled out the census. Adam's finally back. Uh, it, I just want everybody out there to think about that. You know, picture all the shivering cats out there in the rain, in the snow. Bring them inside. Give them a little piece of ham. You can afford a little piece of your ham dinner. You piece of shit. Feed the cat. <laughs> you fucking asshole who can't even. It's right out front of your window. You're, you're eating, just ignoring you're eating the ham in front of the window. The cat's watching. It's rude. Yeah. What are you? What kind of a beast? Evil. And don't get a dog. Don't get that dog that's also shivering outside. Get the he cat. Needs, he needs too much ham. The dog. The dog yeah. needs too much ham. That's you want to share. That's why that's why he's out there to begin with. Their owners are like, this guy's eating me out of house and ham over here. I gotta <laughs> kick him out on the street. There I, it is. I hope no one feeds him any ham. Someone should get sound effects to play for Nick. I think it's not fair. Oh, there's a cat in there. We have a little surprise. For those two. Yep. We got a little Marv surprise. He flew all the way up to the top of the shelf and he could reappear at any time. He's trying to take over my entire life. He's a, a single white, not female, but we thought so for a year. We did think so. And hey, one more year of Danny telling that story every podcast. All right. <laughs> People got to know. <laughs> it's always your first time on Pussy Boys. All right. Well, since we're getting into territory that I'll have to cut out eventually, let's move on to our next bit of information. Dan, it looks like you have compiled the 2023 Cat Awards. Guys, not only not only are we into the cold, hard facts here on Pussy Boys, but also we we like to cut loose and have a good time and so the internet has awarded many cats all of these many different distinctions or just, you know, general awards. For instance, did you know, fellas, that the most cat-friendly city in the United States in 2023 was Tucson, Arizona? Congratulations, Tucsonians. Wow. That's actually, is there, what? why? So it's a measure, which I'm not sure is entirely the best way to measure, but it is a, a measure between... Vet cost or cost of vets that are close by the area and amount of what are called cat-friendly spaces. So spots where cats can go, maybe they're a cat cafe, maybe it's a park that allows cats, maybe it's homes that are large enough to accommodate one or more cats, whatever you might think of as a cat-friendly Dance, cat -friendly dance clubs. I like to gun stores. Places mm -hmm. that you can bring a cat Bodegas. to. Bodegas. Like well, Tucson, Arizona... This one's for you. I don't know if there's anybody out there in Tucson who's a cat owner and you want to explain to us why it's such a sweet place to raise a cat. And also, if you live in Nashville, Tennessee, which is the number two, uh, followed by Raleigh, North Carolina. I think I might have those inverted. But Raleigh and Nashville also in the top three of cat-friendly uh, regions of America. Yeah, it is uh, Raleigh at two and Nashville at three, measured by vet cost and amount of cat-friendly spaces. So what would be a cat-friendly space? Um, I think I was just trying to guesstimate what that could be. I mean, you've been out to Raleigh before, Nick. I think you've been in the eastern North Carolina or east-central North Carolina area. What, do you, what did you see cat-wise? Yeah, it's just a real, uh, to me, it's a real kind of like, chill chill place to to live you know it's that part of north carolina has a mix between a lot of stuff uh, east coast northern stuff and east coast southern stuff that i like 
and not too much of either. If you go a little higher up towards the DMV and where I'm from in New Jersey and New York, it becomes really cold and mean. But if you go towards like Georgia, there's a little saccharine sweet where you're like, are these people lying to me? Now, I've been to I've been to Raleigh. I've been to all three of the. I've been to Tucson. I, I don't. I, I've been to Nashville, and but Raleigh is the one that I've been to. Wait, I'll tell you what I'm worried about with Raleigh. Okay. And I did a comedy club there once. And what happened, I remember going, it's this kind this, this will sum up in a little uh, anecdote. I was like, uh, talking to the club manager and I was like, what's the, I was just noticing it was just woods and stuff everywhere. And I, I seemed very rural. And I was like, what's like some fun stuff to do in town. And he just goes, uh, we just like to, uh, uh, get drunk, go out in the woods and burn stuff. That's what he told me. And so I get the vibe from Raleigh that, uh, there's a lot of uh, kids and, and troublemakers walking around in the woods with the pellet guns, and they find anyone's loose loose pets running around. I would think it's a dangerous place for cats. That's what I worry about. Well, that's how you know it's cat friendly. They're not burning the cats, right? And you know, an open fire is really a godsend for a feral cat out there or a woodland cat who might be without a home. You get yourself an open fire, a couple beers. Now, have you ever seen someone out there walking a cat? No, I have not. No. That feels like to me the greatest sign that that a town is cat friendly. If you is see cats on leashes, and it's it's not even so much friendly toward the cat, friendly to the weird owner owners who walk the cat. It's like That's a town I mean. where they'd be like, "You're cool, do what you want." It's the yeah, word because because the. Uh, the city that's the least cat friendly and has the lowest rate of cat ownership is Washington, D.C. So just as Nick was saying, as you go further north, it becomes less friendly towards cat and more openly hostile, I would say. And so if you're walking around D.C. thinking you can just have your cat either on a leash or on your shoulder or something, guess what? People are going to beat the shit out of you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that really I will say I already I always knew there was something wrong with the boys in Washington DC but now I know mm-hmm. for for a fact. Yeah. I'll tell you where there where there you'll you can might be able to find a lot of cats, probably some kittens in the basement of Ping Pong Pizza. <laughs> right. Where they've been keep they've been storing little kittens down there. For years. It's called, so. Q- my theory, it's called Qdanon. And the idea <laughs> is we're going to tell you where you can find all the cutest little catty Kit Kats, and they're all in the weird walk past the adrenochrome, the racks mm. and racks of adrenochrome. That's where all the cute kitty cats are. Yeah, and you'll never see our faces. <laughs> we wear guy guy fieri masks. I do think um, we should really. <laughs> I do think as a podcast we should lean into uh, a cute anon conspiracy theory i think that's a oh, i'm into all i think it. maybe that's an, a winning cute anon is some merch right there some cute anon clothing cute anon's a great yeah. merch think about this president joe biden our <laughs> president he owns two dogs that have repeatedly bitten other people and secret service mm-hmm. it's a huge story everybody knows about it why doesn't he just? He has a dogs? cat. They have a cat. a cat. There's Get a White a House cat. No, we just no. Cute or none? There is, and I believe we talked about how it sat on his face once when he was sleeping, right? And we were all afraid that he was going to suffocate our hundred-year-old uh, president. All right. Well, I still feel like <laughs> if your dogs are the main story, you're not really a cat person, and so the guy at the top. Uh, a lot of questions. I have a lot of questions for him. Well, before we wrap up the cat awards here, um, you actually have a couple more stats here at the bottom. Uh, uh, some breeds. That's right. See, I decided it's not enough just to say like what, you know, what are the, what are the hottest cat breeds of 2023? That doesn't matter. These are the most viral cat breeds of 2023. When people are on their TikToks, they're looking for this type of cat. Number three, the British short hair. If you got a British short hair out there, get its ass on TikTok. Five billion views, 100,000 Google searches. If you got a British short hair, now is the time. Number two, the Bengal cat. I think just that look of the like, you know, it's kind of a Chester Cheetah looking. It's got the, it's got the spots or the stripes or what have you. Three billion TikToks, 220 plus. Google or 220k plus Google searches. So if you're a Bengal cat owner, 
same deal. And then finally, guys, I think I don't even need to say what the most viral breed of 2023 is. We all know it. It's the Maine Coon. You got a drop for that, Nick? I met my first Maine Coon this year. It was it was a it was it was like meeting a celebrity. It was a wonderful moment. He was insanely friendly. He was huge. He had a, he had a, 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 a kind of a, a grumpy face, but a nice attitude. I, I loved it. It was great. <laughs> I really thought you were going to say nice ass. <laughs> <laughs> a grumpy face, but a nice ad. Hourglass figure. I'm looking at the British short hair. Mm-hmm. Man, this is a cute cat. Yeah, they are really. Cat. I honestly, so I looked up all of them as we went through, and I think British short hair, in my opinion, is where it's at. What I've really discovered from my research is that we've actually shifted away from a cuteness paradigm in terms of virability, and we're now heading into a largeness, or maybe more specifically, uh, a more comparable to jungle cats equals popularity. The the closer you get to the cats in the wild, the more likely you have to have a popular cat. All right. Well, Dan, uh, are, are we safe to move on? Here's my last cat fact. All right. Top 10 cat names of 2023. And before I begin, I just want to ask you guys, do you think your cat's name is kind of basic? Do you think other people are naming your cat, their cats you, the names that you've thought of that you think you're so special? I think we're pretty special over here. I'm looking at this list. Fuck <laughs> me. Fuck my life. So Nick's kind of given a little bit of a, a sneak preview. I'll just go uh, in order from 10 to 1. Uh, number 10, Loki. I think because of the TV series, let's face it. Number 9, Lucy. Probably because of the movie. Uh, the movie where uh, Scarlett Johansson gets to use 90% of her brain. Number eight, Kitty. Mm. Kitty. Lame. I think that's a little stupid. I think I fuck you if you name your uh, Here's where it gets a little dicey, guys. Number seven. Nick, do you want to read this one? Yeah. It's L-I-L-Y. Mm. Now, you didn't name your basic cat Lily, right? Basic. Your basic wife, fiance lady <laughs> did. No, she was a lily. No, okay, so a stupid. Oh, okay. She came as a lily. She was. She was. She was originally named Baby, mm-hmm. and oh. when she got rescued, she was renamed Lily because people kind of were weirded out by Baby. Um, <laughs> and uh, we, when I met her, she was Lily, and we were told like, "Hey, you just fucking name her something else." I don't know. She's like, you know, six months old. Who gives a shit? Cats don't care about their name. And I don't know. She just was Lily to us. And I just felt weird about changing her name. I was like, that seems like weird. Like I'm, I'm like taking somebody else's Tamagotchi and going into settings and renaming it or something. But you're well, not, you're so not going like, you back to baby. If you were that name. Also daddy would have been weird. I feel like baby too, or daddy or two baby. The, the worst. No, daddy is funny. I grew up I, I, in I, college. Yeah. I had a friend who had a cat named mommy and it was hilarious. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> yeah mommy's truly actually, mommy is funny i think daddy Maybe. is weird. yeah they're all it's all weird if you think it's just it depends on who's saying it um i also nick i don't think that you should i feel like i don't want to stigmatize the cat owners out there who did have to change their cat's name marv has had three other names marv has been Smokey. he's also been tc uh Burr. the cat he was named the cat I kind of don't hate that. Uh, let's let's burn through these names. Let's Before, get through. What's yeah, the rest? All right. I know you, so, every time you guys uh, say move on, I'm like, wait. But I do want to say to Nick, if it makes you feel any better, I, looking at this list, uh, I, first of all, I think Lily fits your cat great because I've only known her as Lily. And I think out of this whole list, Lily is my favorite name out of them. I don't think Lily's a bad name, even if it's a, it's like a, it's a, a Sarah or a Jennifer. You know, you're not, no one's going to shit on those names, even though they're popular. Lily's a great name. It is a great name. It's no Charlie, which is number six. Uh, And then we get into kind of a just these are just kind of annoying names that people are naming their kids now. So it's kind of like, fuck you either way. If it's your cat, if it's your kid. Uh, Number five, Bella. Number four, Leo. Number three, Oliver. Number two, Milo. Which, okay, Milo and Otis. But also you see a lot of Milos running around preschools. And then number one. The most annoyingly popular name in America, I feel like right now, Luna. 
I guess I have to stop because I, Danny is listening and watching a lot of local preschools. <laughs> we got to talk yeah, about it. Yeah. Well, I do have a niece who I visit once a year, and I've judged all preschools on the one. And you're that like, what are those kids? Luna what are the names? Fine. I think Luna's. Everybody's up, up. fucking Bella and my and and boys are Milo Brax, or Braxton or, and and Willoughby. I think no, that see, of the list, the Luna's thing. not bad. That was years ago. Where the new class is all named after Ooh. Twilight characters and and bullshit like that. Oh, you're we're, right. We're 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 the our generation is the Dakotas and the Brooklyns. How come you never see now? any uh, Beyonces and Oprahs out there? That's that, why is that not a more popular name? Racism. Hmm. It's racism. I'll tell you what you don't see is Nick. Adam, Dan, I do and think, Zach. That's right. That N- naming your cat kind of after yourself would be very funny. If if all of you had cats named by your first um, names, it would junior. be great. This is Junior. Yeah. I would like to say before we move on mm-hmm. that I know when Danny read this list off and he just kept saying, fuck you. <laughs> what? It did sound like we were judging your cat's name. But if your cat's name is on this list and you listen to us, we love it. Yeah, we love email your cat. us. Except Oliver. Us. I, I, every that. time a person's like, this is my cat, Oliver, it drives me insane because I I swear six out of ten cats I meet's name is Oliver. You could come up with something more creative. Before we move on, and I do want to move on because we're talking about this for too long. Did you find out, Dan, when you looked at this list, did you happen to look at any other lists from years past? You know what? I didn't, but that is a great idea. Uh, I, I wonder how much this this fluctuates. Like, is is my is Milo on it every year? Give me it's a like, random once year. again throw, coming in at number eight. Throw me a year. All right, how about twenty twenty two? That's all you want the year before? Yeah, let's just see if Milo's on the list from the year before because my guess is Oliver Milo. Leo, Charlie, I think they're going to be on there. Uh, um, so according to this, um, they are, those names, Oliver, Bella, Milo, Leo, Charlie, they are on there, so is Lily, but also Nala and Willow and Jack, also names ooh. that are somewhat somewhat popular. Again, these feel like these feel like the new kids that are coming out of the pike these days, Stella, Sadie, like names like that, Jasper. I got a list of top cat names from the 1970s. Break it off. Oh, it's, hold on. It's giving me ads. Top. Okay. Oh, a lot of them inspired by uh, rock and roll music. You got Zeppelin, Jagger, Stevie, Hendrix, Joan after Joan Dett. Joan Jett. Sorry. Uh oh. Disco era cat names. You got Boogie, Donna, Travolta. Those are fun. Hey, that was a, a great uh, couple of lists. Uh, congratulations to the names and the cats and uh, and the and the and towns, the cities. yeah, and the cities. Y'all are doing your part, and this one's for you. Well, this wouldn't be a New Year's pod if we didn't talk about our resolutions. And because this is Pussy Boys, uh, we will make sure that our resolutions are cat adjacent. Uh, Do you guys mind if I go first? Okay, great. This is pretty simple. We kind of mentioned it before early in the pod. Um, It's something that I sort of tell myself a few times throughout the year. And I've done it more in the past and I haven't done it recently and it's it has to happen more this year Um, it'll make me feel better it'll make my cat feel better hopefully I am promising vowing to take my cat out on a leash at least once a week this year my cat is an indoor cat she she was an indoor outdoor cat who knows where she came from originally uh she yearns to be out there. A leaf falls from a tree and this little girl runs up to it and just kind of paws on the glass and just fogging the, 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 the glass up with her cute little You put some cute little music nose, behind this? This is nose. nice. You've heard this podcast before, right? I yeah, do okay. that usually afterwards. I um, like this music that's so playing. That, 
<laughs> that is it. It's simple. I, I, I was I was thinking like, oh, what do I want to do? Build a robot mouse that interacts with her. Like, I can't do anything like that. I mean, she's not. I'm not going to have her running for office. You know, I, I, I'm not going to put her in a cat school. I'm, I don't vow to get her a, a new cat, you know, to play with. It's simple. All I have to do, I have the leash. I have the harness. We've done it before. She likes the harness on. You can leave it on and she plays with it. And then you, you hook it and she's gone outside. She's a little scared, but that's because we're not doing it enough. So I vow my resolution. Once again, I'm going to take Lily out on a leash and we're going to go on adventures. And and that's it. That's my resolution. You gotta you Do gotta you think, get us some, get us some vids of this when it happens, bud. Share this with I the think fan. So. Do you think there's I think some? So. There's a place that Lily wants to go. More than hell, Vegas. <laughs> Take her to um, Vegas. Bring her to Vegas. We've taken her to the beach before when we were living on the New Jersey shore. She Catalina Islands. Um, I think very simply, very nice, very nice. Um, I, I think, uh, pretty simply we have a little path and I, and I'm not, I'm not going to be the only one I've seen other cats in my apartment complex be walked by their owners. So I'm not going to be the one freak. I, I've seen it a few times, the same one. They take this path. I've got a nice little area that she can walk in and I don't know, we're going to figure it out because I, I'm going to stop being so precious and safe. Uh, you know, I get so scared. Oh no. What if she, no, she's got to live her life. You know, my cat's not a little kitty anymore. Well, you know, whatever whatever live. gets you outside taking walks, Nick, we, we support it. <laughs> uh, my wife will be doing all this. But, um, okay, that's my resolution. I'd, Zach? Lo- I'd love to share mine, which is uh, I'd like to build a robot mouse Ooh, for my cat. That's a good idea. <laughs> no, no, I'm just, uh, I have, I have, uh, I have a really important one. My cat, I don't know if you guys know this, but uh, Mochi's extremely old. And uh, one of the things that she requires, <laughs> one of the things she requires is fluids, Sub-conta- subcutaneous fluids, which only Mary knows how to give her. And basically, I- I've been thinking a lot about, you know, think about, you know, should should my wife uh, on the off chance not be able to fulfill her duties? Uh, not in some accident way, but in just like she's out of town or something like that. <laughs> I normally I just I mean if there's an accident you know that also to look at you but first of all I'm not planning anything uh but I want to say that I want to be able to take care of this cat normally when Mary's out I just basically I'm like yeah you gotta wait sorry sorry Moach because it's icky and complicated and so I'm gonna learn how to give my old bony sack of kitty some fluids now is this uh in vitro is this like uh, uh, <laughs> it's uh, basically you, you have to fold her back sack basically it's just like her soft skin just goes like right under the skin they basically mm. the way the vet described it to me which is insane uh, is that basically like they have cats unlike us like when you pinch your skin you basically can't separate your skin from your like flesh but cats you know how you can kind of just pinch their skin they have like yeah. This big loose area where you can basically just put fluids and that's like subcutaneous and like you can basically just put their medicine there and their body just like absorbs it. I don't, I'm not a doctor. I can't wait until Marv is docile enough for me to just, just do the act of slapping on a pair of medical gloves and not scaring the crap out of him and him running underneath the couch. He will be, when he's old, he will be so like moldable and you know uh yeah there's some touchable i could do whatever i want moch naps when you whenever you want moch to nap with you because she doesn't want to move and there's like legit perks to that okay adam what do you what do you got mine is i think i probably similar to both of you guys a bit to be a better cat dad as well um what i want to do with greg is I want him to get this is a very specific thing, but I want him to get some dental, some preventative dental shit done because uh, this year we ran into uh, holiday holiday was like kind of we didn't know what was going on with her. She was like starting to pee on things and she was starting to be real. I don't know. We, we couldn't tell what was wrong, but we took her to the vet and it ended up that she was just in pain because she needed a bunch of teeth extracted, even though every year they say she was super healthy. And so um, 
there's like there's some preventative stuff like that. I'm bad at bringing him into the vet for just like a wellness check because he's an indoor cat and I don't worry about that stuff. But I think I want to get more on top of uh, some preventative cat stuff to uh, avoid some future big, crazy, expensive, um, elaborate things. What do you got, Nick? Uh, I want to double down on that and not to go back to me, but I need to bring my cat to the vet for the exact same reason. Nothing wrong with Lily, indoor cat, but we we really don't, we ha- we've only brought yeah. her to the vet when something's up instead of trying to figure out. And we did buy a, a, a toothbrush and a little cat thing of toothpaste, and I don't think we've used it yet. So maybe I'll add that as well. I did what when I first got Greg when he was like seven months old, they were like, he's got a little bit of gum thing if you just brush it, whatever. And I did for like the first week, every couple of days. And uh, it's just, there's no real, I don't know, maybe somebody has an awesome story of how easy it is to brush their cat's teeth, but my cat is just not into it. He's not even like hate, it's just difficult. And so we don't. And every year I bring him back and he's healthy, but we learned from holiday this year is that shit just comes, it just sneaks up fast sometimes. So it's good to stay on top of uh some of the stuff you might be you might be slacking on. When we first got Marv, uh, and this is just preventing you guys not just from having a sick cat, but uh, from having a sick cat, but also preventing you guys from having to spend a bunch of money. Because when we first got Marv, he had a tooth problem. Nine hundred clams. We had to plunk down on getting his tooth removed, and we still have the tooth. Oh, it's so it's somewhere worth it. in the house. But, I mean, that's uh, a, that's a nine hundred dollar tooth. You got to keep that yeah. tooth. Yeah, that's a souvenir. You should hang it around your neck like uh, like one of those shark teeth. I think that would be I, cool. I thought about it, but he might just sniff it all the time. He might be too weirdly interested. <laughs> he's, he's into his own poop clumps mm. for some reason. I don't understand why. Yeah. Oh. That's, mm. Yeah. Um, you know, that could be something. It's narcissism. Well, have you checked them out to see if they're awesome or something? Uh, Dan, you're up. All right. I guess um, this might be – I might get some backlash for this, but um, – I feel like this year is finally the year that I stop blowing weed smoke around Marv. A little too close to Marv. We're hitting joints. <laughs> We're hitting joints constantly and forgetting that we had, me and Natalie had talked about, and she's doing it. Open up the window, blow it out the window just so that Marv, because you can see once you hit the joint a couple of times, like the smoke is just kind of cascading around his head. And I don't know what it's doing to him. I don't know if he's happy with it, if he's upset about it. I'm going to buy him. I'm going to invest way more in catnip, which we don't even have in the house right now. And I'm going to do my part to take the human weed away from him just in case it's doing something detrimental to his little body. Dan, are you worried once you make this change that he may not be that into Dave Matthews band? (laughs) He's, He's honestly like he's so into Daft Punk right now. That I just I and he wants to listen to whole albums. Ooh, so yeah. I oh. I can't live. You gotta with switch. That. You gotta switch to Indica. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. He's thinking too much. He's too in his head. Uh, that sucks for me because your place is great because you could just blow the pot smoke all over the living room. <laughs> I know. We that's that is the best part of having people over. I feel like I give you it free is. food and I smoke you out, and it becomes a hot box situation. And I think Marv suffers for it. Now, you think that's why Marv is constantly trying to go out back and get some air? Yeah, I'm starting to see a connection. (laughs) This cat, this entire podcast has been like, Marv wants to leave and go on the patio. We don't know what's going on. He's loudly meowing right in our faces to let him outside. And all we're doing is just smoking, chain smoking joints. So I think I finally put it together at the end of the year of the cat. Um, okay, folks. Well, that has been our podcast. It is our, uh, we say goodbye to 2023 and hello to the year 2024. And we promise we're going to be cranking out these podcasts and this really is going to be the pussy boys year. I know that for a fact, we're really, we, we can't, we can't shit on 2023. It's when we, we discovered our, our love for podcasting about cats and it's only going to grow in this following year. So do us a favor if you have some cats and you like this show, well, why don't you rate us five stars and review us on Apple Podcasts? Shout your cats out, and we'll shout them out on the pod. I have one. Uh, to, I have something to say on this yes. point because we got Great. another five star review from from Emma, who is my niece. 
<laughs> and Emma, you rock. And she wanted me to give a shout out to her two cats, Goose, great cat name, Goose, and our brand new kitty, Farah. And uh, hope she she got excited when she saw Alice on the show, and she said she said so happy to hear some pussy girls representation this week. So that's pretty dope. Thank you for listening. I feel I feel wow. endangered of being permanently replaced by Alice after today's episode. I want you guys to know that. I feel like <laughs> I I had a few stinkers in there, and uh, I feel like Nick will think it's funny to not edit them out. So I don't know. <laughs> Well, based on our conversation on Lily's poop, it sounds like, you know, having a few stinkers is fine and totally hey, normal. Well, we, we just, just got to look out. into hey. it. We're just going to take you to the vet. Adam, I'm just tired after a long yeah. year. I'll be ready to rock next episode with uh, things yeah. worth saying out loud. I think Adam's got heartworms and that's what's going on. And you, there's simple chewable pellets for that. No, I think we're going to put him down. Sorry, doc. I think it's not worth it. <laughs> uh, okay. And last but not least, if you want to find us on the internet, we are on Instagram at pussy boys pod. And uh, you can email us at pussyboyspod at gmail.com. So go ahead and do that. And uh, you could talk to your favorite podcasters all about your cats. And uh, from from our buckles to yours, <laughs> I like uh, I like meow meow. Happy twenty twenty three. Happy twenty. And here's to twenty twenty fur. Meow. meow.